Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. In my practice, the number one complaint that I hear from patients is a lack of energy. This can range from low performance and focus at work to feeling tired, a lack of motivation, and even depression. Many people turn to energy drinks, coffee, or sugar-loaded candy bars to give them that needed boost. Well, while these options can increase your energy level, a couple hours later, what happens? You end up crashing, not to mention relying on energy drinks and even coffee every day can lead to a hormone imbalance which sets off a cascade of other health concerns. Today I'm going to share the most common reasons why so many people are fatigued and I'm going to offer some easy steps to achieving sustained healthy energy. If you want to stop your yawning and increase your inner energizer bunny, don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. I want to tell you about a patient who drives to my office 170 miles from Charleston, South Carolina, every month to see me. And one day he asked me, Dr. Friedman, do you know why I drive across the state line to come see you? And I replied, because I'm helping you with your headaches. And he laughed. He said, nope, I drive past dozens of doctors that can help alleviate my headache. He said, I drive here because your energy is contagious. When I leave your office, I always walk out recharged and inspired. You know, when he told me that, it reminded me of the popular statement, like energy attracts like energy. The more positive energy we surround ourselves with, the more we absorb. And really, the same thing goes for negativity. Science shows us that our thoughts are made from pure energy. But if we allow our surroundings, our circumstances, and even our diet to block these neuronal synapses, it can take a toll on our health, our wealth, and our personal relationships. If you're hanging out with a bunch of Debbie Downers too much, it may be time to kind of start meeting some new people. Meet some more positive people. Don't let negative pessimists derail your inner locomotive. I'm going to cover a few easy tips today that you can do to increase your energy. And one of the biggies we got to talk about and something you got to try to avoid is stress. 80% of all physician office visits are stress-related and cause ailments. Stress is considered a leading contributing factor to chronic fatigue and depression and suicide, strokes, obesity, heart attacks, and stress is even linked to causing cancer. When it comes to combating stress, there's one mantra that I live by that I want to share. It's really helped me over the years. If you can't change it, don't stress about it. Living by that rule alone, just that one rule, is going to help eliminate 80% of your stress. Think about that. Whether it's a traffic jam or flight delay, your car maybe didn't start, or a coworker's bad attitude, you can't change these things. Why stress about them? Instead, try focusing on the things you can change because that's the stress that you have control over and you can work to eliminate that in your life. And you know, during my travels, I've witnessed on many occasions people shouting at the airport attendant because their flight was canceled. And the last time I was at an airport, I'll never forget, there was this man screaming at the top of his lungs, that plane better get me home today, damn it, our heads are gonna roll. His face was red, he stopped his feet, he held up his fist, and you know, if you encounter a flight delay or a cancellation, there's really two reasons why that flight isn't going to leave a schedule. 
One is, there's something mechanically wrong with the airplane. If that's the case, aren't you safer inside the airport terminal? I mean, try passing the time by reading a good book or maybe call a friend or listen to some music. The second reason that plane was canceled or delayed is due to bad weather. Weather can have a major effect on an airplane's ability to take off, travel, or safely land, so why get upset about it? Would you rather have the pilot flying that plane into bad weather putting you and others at risk? course not. Another unnecessary stressor is road rage. I see so much of this and those of you listening from California, you're quite aware of this. You know, the key is if you're, if you're stuck in traffic, why scream and shout about it? I saw a woman bang in her steering wheel because we were behind a car accident and I'm looking at her and she's face is turning red. Do you think that's going to move the line of traffic faster? No. Instead, use that time to catch up on some To Your Good Health radio podcasts or call a friend or a family member. Why jeopardize your health and drain your energy for the rest of the day by letting it bother you? If you can't control it, don't stress about it. Another great thing is turn off the news. That's another great advice I have for all of you. You know, I'm a triple A type energizer bunny. I'm as hyper the beginning of the day as I am at the end of the day. But a few weeks ago, I started noticing I had no energy and I was just not feeling myself. And I realized it was because I was listening to the news and talk radio on the way to work and on the way home from work. And all that doom and gloom stuff I was hearing was draining my energy and my zest for life. So I decided to shut that off and listen to some good music instead. And let me tell you folks, my mood immediately shifted. I felt great and my energy came back tenfold. So turn off the news and try listening to some uplifting music instead. I'm telling you, it's magical. And you know, and if if these chronic daily stresses are really getting to you day after day, there's so many things you can do that you can turn to for help, including yoga, meditation, acupuncture, chiropractic. Also, try going for a walk. Get in touch with nature. We don't do that enough. You know, stressing about something does not empty tomorrow of its troubles. It empties today of its strength. So try to work to avoid that. All right, being the author of a book called Food Sanity, the next major energy destroyer that I need to cover is our diet. Eating the wrong food is a major cause of fatigue. And just like if we put the wrong type of fuel or oil in our vehicle, it wouldn't run at an optimal level. Well, same thing goes for how we fuel our body. When we eat the wrong type of food, our body can't achieve its peak performance. And some people, what do they do? They reach for these foods like pizza, these comfort foods to give them that surge of energy. But what happens an hour later? They feel lethargic and drained. So I recommend living by the mantra. If it's white, keep it out of sight. Stay away from the white processed foods and doing just that. It's going to keep your blood sugar balanced. It's going to increase your energy. It's going to help you sleep better. And a bonus, it's going to help you lose those unwanted pounds. The bad white foods, those are those that have been processed and refined and include milk, sugar, flour, salt, and corn, or anything made out of those ingredients. And consuming these white foods, you know what it does? It zaps your energy. 
Natural unprocessed white foods are not off limits, and this includes things like cauliflower, garlic, mushrooms, onions, bananas, white fish, and poultry meat, and those are okay. Those get a thumbs up, and you know, when people hear me give this list, they say, Friedman, what's there left to eat? I can't have salt, I can't have sugar or flour. Actually, you still can have salt, sugar, and flour, just not the white processed refined versions. If you have a sweet tooth, Skip the processed white sugar. Instead, go with natural sugar alternatives like stevia or monk fruit. Skip the caramel and go with a healthy date paste. It's just as sweet and it has the same consistency. These natural sweet alternatives won't spike your blood sugar or pack on the pounds. If you want salt, that's fine. Salt isn't bad. Hey, newsflash. Sorry, folks. Salt is not bad for you. Our body 70% salt water. How can salt be bad for us? Without it, we would die. We need salt to live. Just avoid the white processed table salt because it's void of over 80 naturally occurring minerals. Consuming white processed salt, you know what it does? Causes you to crave more carbs and sugar. This is why fast food restaurants use a lot of salt. It makes people come back for another order of fries and a Coke. However, if you go with a natural salt alternative like my favorite, Hawaiian black lava salt, you consume over 80 energy producing minerals because they're not filtered out like that white processed salt. This will also satisfy your cells and cause you to crave less food. Overeating is a cause of fatigue because your body is focusing its energy on digestion. So you want to go with this black lava salt. It's my favorite. Tastes great. Makes food taste good. And it's a good kind of salt. Another thing you want to watch out for is the white processed flour. It's void of anything nourishing for the body and therefore makes you crave more food. If you want to eat pasta or bread, just use 100% whole grains or quinoa, buckwheat or almond flour. See, there's alternatives. You don't have to starve yourself by avoiding these processed white foods. Give your body proper fuel just like you do your automobile and it's going to perform better. It's a no-brainer. Now, there's several foods that increase sustained energy and I'm going to share a few of my favorites with you now. First on the list is fish. It is a great source of protein and fatty acids along with B vitamins, which improves energy. Omega-3 fatty acids in fish will reduce internal inflammation, which can be a major cause of fatigue. You know, so many people, I talk to patients, I recommend fish, they have this big fear of mercury. Mercury, mercury, oh, it's going to kill me. Well, I devote an entire chapter in my book, Food Sanity, to this very topic. And in a nutshell, real quickly, if fish has more selenium than mercury, it cancels out the negative effects of mercury. Selenium actually protects the cells of the body from mercury. In my book, I share a chart of 18 of the most commonly eaten fish. All of them contain more selenium than mercury, except for one, the mako shark. Okay, so play it safe, folks. If you see mako shark on the menu, don't eat it. But for the other wild-caught fish, they are healthy and they'll keep your energy levels flowing. If you're a vegan or you follow a plant-based diet, you can get omega-3 fatty acids from things like chia seeds, Brussels sprouts, and seaweed. Put those on your list. And next up is sweet potatoes. Oh, what a great energy booster. You know, they offer a nutritious source of energy for those looking for that extra boost and 
The great news is the body digests the fiber and sweet potatoes at a slow pace, which provides you with a steady supply of energy. You're not going to crash. It keeps it steady. Sweet potatoes also contain manganese, which helps in the breakdown of nutrients to produce energy. I believe food is medicine, and the number one prescription that I give to my patients suffering from aches and pains and muscle spasms or even cramps is sweet potatoes. If you're suffering from aches and pains, spasms, I'm telling you, they really help and they offer that great source of energy for athletes as well. Another favorite of mine is oatmeal. It's a great source to reach for if you want some sustained energy. It contains beta-glucan, a soluble fiber that forms a thick gel which really delays stomach emptying and the absorption of glucose in the blood. So again, you're getting that slow release. And it also offers a great source of B vitamins, iron, manganese, which can help aid in sustained energy. Don't go with that instant oaks though. You've seen those instant oaks in those packets because they're overly processed. They're pre-cooked, they're dried, then they're rolled, and then they're toasted. Instead, go with steel-cut oats because they're the closest to the original grain and they're the healthiest option. And by the way, gluten is not in oatmeal, so you're fine. So, you know, if you're worried about gluten, oatmeals are safe. Another energy-producing food is the Apple, you know, they're known for keeping the doctor away, but they're also a great energy booster keeping the yawning away. They're chock full of healthy carbs and fiber, and this fiber actually is called pectin, which provides a slow and sustained energy release. And apples, they're high in antioxidants, which means they destroy energy-zapping free radicals. And the last food on my list that improves energy are walnuts. They contain the most antioxidants of any other nut and offer omega-3 fatty acids, which helps increase energy levels and may even help prevent heart disease. Walnuts are also healthy for the brain. In fact, they even look like a brain. Have you noticed that? And I used to teach neuroanatomy. And I remember one day, instead of a brain, I put a picture of a walnut on the screen, and I actually taught my students the lobes of the brain using a walnut, and nobody noticed. I shared that at the end of the class, and you know, it's a great brain food, so it looks like what it helps you with, the brain. It's a great source of B vitamins, which helps increase energy production, and it decreases tiredness, so reach for walnuts if you want a good little snack. All right, let's talk about the go-to that most people rely on for energy, coffee, right? Everybody's jumping on that morning joe to give them that boost well daily java actually can lower your energy it can do the opposite see in moderation the caffeine and coffee can improve alertness and energy for some people however for others consuming caffeine can cause jitters increased heart rate high blood pressure anxiety and insomnia in addition after coffee wears off it creates that crash. And what does that do? It leaves you feeling fatigued. So what do you do? You got to reach for another cup of coffee. It's this endless cycle. The caffeine in coffee is actually a central nervous system stimulant, which has physiological effects very similar to drugs such as cocaine that's been proven. And caffeine can be very addictive. And if you deprive your body of its java fix, guess what? You can get withdrawal symptoms like headaches and nausea dizziness. Well, you also get withdrawal symptoms from drugs. Hello. <laughs> After reviewing all the scientific research coupled with my own clinical experience, I've discovered Java, it's just not for everyone. You know, people react differently to coffee because some of us are born without the ability to metabolize it. These are the folks that drink coffee and they get an upset stomach, they feel jittery, heart palpitations, or maybe they get irritable. If that describes you, you probably should avoid coffee. 
Also, if you have gut issues like irritable bowel syndrome, ulcerative colitis, or Crohn's disease, coffee is not a wise choice because drinking coffee causes peristalsis, which is the involuntary muscle constriction of the colon. And having a spastic colon, you know, that's not the best idea if you suffer from gut issues, right? And there's some people that drink coffee and they feel energized and more productive. And the problem is, over time, the body can build up a tolerance to coffee. And that means you tend to crash quicker after one cup and you have to increase that cup of joe to two, three, or four, sometimes even five to achieve the same level of energy that that one cup of coffee used to bring you. Chronic coffee drinkers also tend to have a dependency on coffee to function. If you don't have your cup of coffee, you can't get your day started. That's not good. You know, while the occasional cup of coffee is fine, three to five cups a week, there are much healthier alternatives for energy levels that you can have. I'll share a couple of them that actually you can replace for your coffee. Uh, One is called Lion's Mane Mushroom. It's really great. It offers potent brain-boosting properties that have been shown to improve cognitive abilities. And these mushrooms are not easy to find at the grocery store, so you can go for a Lion's Mane Supplement. Those are available. There's also Lion's Mane Coffee that's available. I actually had a cup this morning. Very good, delicious, and it does give you that sustained energy. Another one of my favorites is called Matcha Tea. It's a great coffee alternative. This is a much more potent form of green tea, and it has a higher concentration of an antioxidant known as EGCG. In addition to increasing energy, matcha tea can help aid in weight loss. So that's a big plus. It helps you boost your metabolism. And because the caffeine in matcha takes longer to enter the system than coffee does, it offers more sustained energy without that sudden crash halfway through the day. So try matcha if you've not tried it. All right, on to the next energizing tip, get more sunshine. You know, society, we've been brainwashed into believing that that the sun is this evil, cancer-causing entity that must be avoided at all costs. We have sun-protecting lotion, makeup. There's even clothes that are being sold that contain SPF to protect us from the sun. I even saw nail polish with sun protection, nail polish. Heaven forbid we get a little sunshine through our cuticles and fingernails. Oh, no. The truth is, sunshine produces vitamin D, which helps us combat cancer. Not getting enough sunshine has also been linked to increased risk of cancer. So we need sunshine to protect us from the big C word. And only overexposure to sunshine when it leads to sunburn carries any risks. So a lack of vitamin D is a major cause of depression as well. Not just cancer, but depression. And it can lower your energy levels. We need D for energy. More than 90% of the vitamin D in the human body is produced by sunlight. Research shows our blood levels of vitamin D are only minimally affected by the food we eat, so we really need sunshine for our vitamin D. So if you're feeling depressed or you have a lack of energy, you may have a vitamin D deficiency. And here's the good news. A little goes a long way. Just 15 to 20 minutes of sunshine per day will give you enough energy-producing vitamin D for 24 hours. What a coincidence. On average, a person's skin won't start to burn until 15 to 20 minutes of exposure. So find a minimum of 15 minutes of your day, a little bit of sunshine, just sit out back, you know, maybe before you go to work, it's, it, it does wonders. The next way you can get more energy in your day is to get more sleep. 
You can't have a good day unless you have a good night. A lack of sleep, that's deep restorative sleep, it causes fatigue and it leads to a cascade of so many unhealthy conditions. And the reason is when we are sleep deprived, it creates the perfect storm for hormonal imbalance. Our hormones get, they wreaks havoc on these and this affects our energy, our appetite and metabolism. And when you're sleep deprived, it increases the hormone ghrelin, which stimulates hunger. And you know, it's not broccoli and carrots you crave, it's those fattening, energy-destroying carbs like pizza, chips, and bread. Another hormone that rises when you're sleep-deprived is cortisol. The body releases this hormone in response to stress, and that can lead to fat accumulation in the abdomen. Cortisol also increases our blood sugar levels. So how much sleep do we need? There's a lot of, you know, misdirection uh, there. Some people say we need eight, but actually studies show we just need seven hours of deep restorative sleep. And a study published in the American Journal of Human Biology showed that sleeping less than six hours increases a person's body mass index, which leads to weight gain. So a lot of these people are sleeping five and a half, six hours. Yay, that could be why you're getting that extra belly fat. Get some deeper sleep. And sleeping allows our brains and bodies to rejuvenate. You know, it's so important. Okay, sounds great, but your insomniacs are out there saying, hey, I know sleep's important, I just can't get there. Here's a couple tips. Keep the room dark and cool. Any light in the bedroom confuses your circadian center of the brain into believing that it's daytime, and that results in less melatonin release. The brain produces melatonin to help control sleep-wake cycles. And so items producing any light can affect your sleep, like night light, TV, stereo display, alarm clock, or cell phone charger. And blue light is the worst offender, so make sure you don't have any blue lights. And I'll tell you what, I was in a, a hotel, and I couldn't sleep, couldn't sleep. I looked up, and the little um, smoke detector had a blue light light on it and I went up and I stuck a little piece of gum on it and I fell right back to sleep. That little tiny blue light kept me awake. So if you see any blue light on your charger, your cell phone, your stereo, put a piece of sticker over it. If you want to get deep restorative sleep, also make your room as dark as possible. So you may consider like blackout curtains or eye shades. That's another option. Temperature also affects how you sleep. Your body sleeps best in a cooler setting between about 65 and 72 degrees. If it's above or below that temperature, here's what happens. The body has a harder time reaching good quality REM sleep, and that's that deep phase where you dream. So keep it dark, keep it cool. Another one is keep it quiet. You know, make sure your bedroom's free of noise or other distractions. If you have a bed partner who snores, or maybe if you snore, try using a cervical pillow. This is going to help open the airway, kind of like what you do when you tilt somebody's head back when you give them CPR. You're putting that curve in their neck. You're actually opening the airway. If you're a light sleeper, noises keep you awake like birds or crickets and traffic sounds. Try using foam earplugs available at all these drugstores. All right, let's talk about how we wake up. Talked about how important sleep is, but how we wake up is just as important. Most people use an alarm clock, and research published by PLOS One Medical Journal shows the sound of our morning alarm sets the tone for our energy, mental awareness, and our mood. So if you have an alarm clock that goes beep, 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 it can actually make you feel groggy, tired, more clumsy, and less productive throughout the day. People that wake up with loud morning alarms are more likely to cause major car accidents. That's research has shown that, and the study goes on to say people that use a melodic alarm to wake up are happier, more productive, and alert. But think about that, the word alarm, does anything come to mind that's positive? I mean, when someone is alarmed, that's a bad thing, isn't it? It's associated with warning alerts for burglary, and fire, bad weather. 
Why would you want to wake up alarmed from a deep, sound sleep? This increases your heart rate, your blood pressure, and your stress hormones. Who needs it? Instead, try using a more gentle approach to start your day, like maybe waking up to soft music or the sounds of nature. You know, that's important. I actually use one that chimes. I say, it's chime to wake up. My, my alarm is a little nice chime. It's very gentle. So try using something a little bit less aggressive. All right, I saved the... Biggest energy destroyer for last, routine. We are creatures of habit. And, you know, most cities in America have between 50 to 1,000 different restaurants, depending on where you live, yet people eat at the same place and order the same food and the same drink, and they drive to work the same exact way every day, and they watch the same shows on TV. And what happens is this routine creates a lack of new input to the brain, which results in a lower energy level. So if you want to break out of your routine and get off your hamster wheel, do things that are new and unusual or different, whether that's hanging out with new people, listening to different music, or just going to a new restaurant. You know, have you noticed as we get older, life seems to fly by quicker, right? You notice that when we were kids, didn't summer break seem to last forever? Well, it's the same three, four months now as an adult, but it just flies by, right? Summer's gone, we blink. The reason for this is, is because as children, our brain creates thousands of neuronal synapses per minute. We experience new smells, sights, sounds, thoughts, events, and experiences. But as we get older, we get stuck in a routine, and the number of synapses drops to only a few hundred per minute. And when people turn 60, they have less than 100 synapses per minute. The reason is, as we age, we don't open our mind to new things. And I interviewed actor William Shatner on my radio show, and he's almost 90 years old and has more energy than most people do that's half his age. He still acts, he writes books, records, does speaking engagements, and goes horseback riding. And I asked him, I said, what's your secret to so much energy and love for life? And he told me the key is saying yes to opportunities that come your way. Stop using the excuses, oh, I'll start it on January 1st, or oh, when the kids go off to college, or uh, you know, after I get my next promotion, blah, 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 blah. Start saying yes to life. You know, we're creatures of habit. And one of my favorite quotes is, if you do what you always did, you'll get what you always got. If you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, get off your hamster wheel. If you want to know a simple secret to having more energy, being happier, meeting new people, and achieving success in life, commit to doing one new thing every day. It doesn't have to be a major task. Some days it could be very minor. Doing one new thing every day, here's what it's going to do. It's going to create new synapses in your brain. So instead of driving the same way to work, take a side road. If you take a shower each day, take a bath one day. If you sleep on the right side of the bed, sleep on the left side of the bed one night. Go to a different restaurant that you've not tried. If you do end up at the same restaurant, hey, eat something different that you've not ordered before. I promise you, if you do this, you will have more energy, you're gonna meet new people, you're gonna achieve more in life. Not only will you wake up with renewed zest for living, Doing so may actually open up new opportunities for you. And I'm going to share one example of how a simple change in your routine can impact your life. I'll share a story about an elderly couple that came to my office for their monthly appointment. I asked them where they were going to go eat lunch, and the wife responded, Oh, we always eat at the same place, K&W Cafeteria. We've been eating there for 25 years. 
I said, hey, why don't you try Temptations Restaurant just two doors down from K&W? They have this great spinach salad with organic goat cheese. And she made a face. She said, I don't like goat cheese. Well, I asked her if she ever tried it, and she paused, and she said, you know, I don't think I have, but it just sounds like something I wouldn't like. Besides, I bet that restaurant's expensive. We're happy with K&W. So I reached into my pocket, and I pulled out $40, and I handed it to her, and I said, hey, lunch is on me. Go enjoy Temptations. And when the couple returned a month later, I asked if they tried the new restaurant. And she smiled and she said, we did, Dr. Friedman, and that spinach salad with goat cheese was delicious. It tasted a lot like cream cheese, which I love. And she also shared something very special that took place. She told me she was sitting near a lady who kept looking at her, and she was staring at her back, and they looked familiar, and uh, she come to find out they were actually best friends in high school. They had lost touch 50 years ago. And being at that restaurant on that particular day, she was able to reconnect with a long lost friend and they're now back in each other's lives. She had this big smile on her face and renewed energy because she had something to look forward to seeing her old friend on the weekends. They're going to play bridge. They're going to go to bingo. They're going to hang out. She was excited. She had energy because she went to a different restaurant. It's that simple. You know, had she not stepped outside her comfort zone, shaken up her daily routine, she would have never reunited with her old friend. So if you want to add more energy to your life, improve your marriage, or maybe your health, if you want to make more money, change your routine, change that daily routine. On the way home from work tomorrow, take a different road, you might discover a new coffee shop. If you're single, perhaps in that coffee shop, you're going to meet the person of your dreams. If you're a struggling realtor and can't find business, maybe somebody in that new coffee line is looking for a home, you know, that might see your name tag and strike up a conversation and hire you. You never know what could happen when you allow new doors and opportunities to open. If you're bored with your house and you can't afford to move, hey, put some new paint on the walls or buy some plants. That little small thing is going to create new synapses in the brain. Every time you walk into your house, it's going to put you in a better mood. I'm telling you, shake things up. Shake the daily routine up. Bring positive, energetic changes to your life. Watch what happens. All right, there you have it. How to achieve sustained, healthy energy and focus. If you have any health-related question that you want me to answer on any future show, you can email me at askthedoctor at To Your Good Health Radio. If I answer your question on the air, I'm going to send you a signed copy of my award-winning number one best-selling book, Food Sanity, How to Eat in a World of Fads and Fiction. I'll also include my audiobook, America's Unbalanced Diet. And to stay up to date with all my articles, videos, and podcasts, go to Dr. David Free. Friedman.com. And while there, be sure and sign up for my free newsletter. You'll get all the latest news you can use sent directly to your inbox. And you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard me share something today that could benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to YouGoodHealthRadio.com and RadioMD.com. And check out our podcast library. Share these segments with friends, family, and coworkers and on social media. Sharing is caring. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned, stay well, and stay energized.